time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Chet Waterhouse. Hey folks, Chet Waterhouse here. Very special episode of Play With Pain today. It is our top advice corners. Now listen, there's a lot of you kids out there who are thinking about doing something with your life. I am covering a lot of bases with these classic advice corners from over two years of podcasts. Check this out. Up first, here's one for all you comics out there, the great Kevin Pollock. Listen, I got a bonafide big-time actor with me. Time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway from the great Kevin Pollock. I'm going to ask you some real questions because you never know. Uh, um, who needs inspiration? Yeah, who needs inspiration? Uh, how do you calm yourself uh, when you're in a big, important scene? What, what, what do you do to kind of calm yourself? Um, it's, uh, it's pretty easy. So there's... Uh, uh, I had no formal training as an actor. I came up through stand-up comedy and uh, just started auditioning. And hundreds of auditions later, I, I started getting things. But uh, uh, I was just so fearful that I would be caught acting. I was focused on not acting, uh, doing nothing. And uh, the great J.T. Walsh, who uh, plays Markinson and A Few Good Men, uh, Nicholson's right-hand man, I went to his trailer to confess uh, this is the movie that I, I'm going to get found out on. I don't know what I'm doing. And he said, I've been watching you. You're actually doing a method that people study their whole lives for called less is more. And then there's a second half to that, though, called less is more, nothing is best. If you can do nothing in a scene and, and steal focus, you win. So I've made a career out of doing nothing. And so to center myself before anything, it's just do nothing. Man, I got to try that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, right there, I just violated. Hey, beginner's <laughs> tip. For handling the difference between film acting, TV acting, uh, film acting. Well, it depends if the if the TV act uh, a show and uh, nowadays like ours is shot on film. Uh, you know, we think of TV acting as the big sitcom with the mobile yeah, yeah, camera yeah. and the live yeah, audience. Sure. So if it's my that, mother, the car, sure, sure, that kind of thing. your mother, my mother too. <laughs> Uh, if it's that kind of thing, then it, it's all kind of broad, and there's a falseness to the world. So you have to be big. Whereas bigger. Film acting, you want bigger. to be small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, how best to stay in the moment? When you're in the middle of something, you're, you're going to yourself, oh, my God. That's Jack That's not like a big deal. <laughs> yeah, stay in the moment. Yeah. But how? I mean, do you hear yourself at, uh, saying the words? Do you try to get ahead of yourself? How do you do it? One of the problems I've had because of the lack of formal training, after about three takes, I'm bored to tears. And uh, I'm thinking about what's what's for lunch. And maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> it is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then, yeah, then you're in the moment. Get you're out of your own way and think about something else. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, you, sp you, you brought up trailers. Sure. I ask the question. You spend a lot of time in trailers. Yep. The best, you know, in movie sets. I don't know if you folks know. Uh, they put the actors in trailers, in their own little part of a trailer. Uh, sometimes you get big enough, you get your own trailer. Uh, but it's still uh, it's a trailer. Uh, so uh, what's the survival tip, your best survival tip? You're in a trailer, you're going to be on a set for two two months, ten weeks, in that same damn trailer. Uh, what's your best survival tip? What do you do to survive on that side of that little Find thing? the perfect pillow. You're going to be sleeping. Say no more. You're in. Find you get the that. perfect pillow. You, you get that, right? I get that. I get that. <laughs> yeah. Because I live in a trailer. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and you know how important sleep is. Yeah, sure. and pillows uh-huh. for a number of purposes. That's Just right. Propping yourself up. That's right. Because you, know, you, you got to keep driving until you get the good saddle. You pull saying. a hammy. Yeah, you gotta lay down. You gotta put that pillow in the right spot. That's right. <laughs> that portion of the broadcast brought to you by Incognito. You'd never guess we're plumbers. The legendary Kathleen Madigan. I got one of the great road worry comedians of all time with me. Let's get a couple of tips from her best road food. Kathleen Madigan, where? Best. Oh my God. Uh, not a chain. Can't go chain because I'd go White Castle on that because I'm just white trash. Oh, that's a enough. good tip, though. I do love White Castle. Um, best road food. Ah, uh, you'd have to ask Lewis Black. I'm not a foodie. All right, we'll go that way. I got best dive bars. De- best dive bar. Well, Harbor Inn in, I- in in Cleveland in the flats. Oh man, roll right on in. Bring a cig. They're fine with it. <laughs> They're not enforcing some of the local codes. No. <laughs> they don't know ex- they exist. Everybody in there is like 700. And I think they're still fishing somewhere. And then they all of them, you never have to have a conversation because they just growl. It's sort of a, uh, That's fantastic. It's uh, 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 my favorite kind of bar conversation. It's like a dog uh, bar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> marketing. I'm like, I think he's hitting on me. I can't tell. His growl changed octaves. All right. Uh, nicest airport. Hands down, Detroit. Really? Oh, my God. You could take a date there. Well. They've got, they've got, they got a Westin attached. So you, if you get stuck, you just go to the Westin. And they have their own TSA at the Westin. They have a, they have a PF Chang's. They have a Longhorn. They have an Irish pub that has good Guinness, not bad Guinness. Wow. Uh, shopping. Um, it's it, 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 live music. You know why? Motown. They have live music right in the big foyer deal. And the bullet train is what we were promised as children yeah. that never arrived anywhere no. except secretly in the Detroit airport. Damn, that's amazing. And you know why it might be the nicest place? Because it appears most people are attempting to leave Detroit. So exactly. they would make that exit as nice <laughs> that's for you where they, as possible. Well, the problem is that's where they spent all their money. And then they were so like, the they're like, well, what are we going to do with the city? And they're like, I don't know, man. Uh, we went over budget on the airport. So people are going to fly in and think we are really on the ball. That economic tip brought to you by Burlap Skimpy Lingerie. The less there is, the less it itches. For her lap, try Burlap. <laughs> One last road tip, Uber or taxi? <sighs> taxi. Yeah, you got to go with a professional. Yeah. We don't need more amateurs. No. In if I'm going to get murdered, I want it to be traceable. <laughs> I don't like this whole. We were taught to not get you cars want a badge with. On the car. I want to know you paid for that medallion. <laughs> you didn't just sign up on your phone because you were high one night and needed thirty dollars. I'm not. I'm not into that. I'm into knowing you got to work your ass off to get that permit, and somebody has a record of you, or at least the car. Because Uber goes, ah, oh, they're freelance people. That means we're not committing to this shit. Okay, not okay, not okay. Yeah, it's like a guy going on stage and telling half a joke and leaving. Right. That Advice Corner brought to you by Unpotable Water. The thirstier you are, the more potable it gets. Here's an Advice Corner from the hilarious Brad Williams. I got a bona fide big-time stand-up comedian and podcaster. It'll be time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway from the great Brad Williams. I'm going to ask you some questions. All right. Uh, you try to get, uh, give an answer because uh, you never know. There could be a kid out there thinking to himself, Ooh, I might try to follow this path sure. into show business. Sure. And, uh, you know. You never, know what, you never know what you never know what inspires me. Here's question number one. Fire away. Most fun way to kill time in an airport because you're going to do a lot of traveling mm-hmm. as 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 a, a stand up. Uh, so so uh, you're in an airport. Yeah. Flights delayed. Boom. Yeah. What do you do? 
Well, first of all, you uh, load up the uh, Chet Waterhouse podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> and you and you listen to that. Yeah, I don't and... think there's a second of all. I think that's yeah. Just... I think that's just what you do. <laughs> you have, you sure. have them backlogged, so you make sure. Sure. And if you've already listened to them. Listen to him again. Yeah, there's always a joke you haven't heard the first time. They're exactly. coming in waves, for God's sake. Quick way to tame a rowdy crowd. Uh, quick way to and tame you a must rowdy okay, crowd. Especially earlier in your career, I imagine you, you probably had to deal with that. Oh, I still do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's, I have two techniques, and they are extreme opposites of each other. The, fir- the, the, the first technique is I get very quiet telling my jokes. Ooh. And the audience picks up on that and goes, oh, we can't hear him. Ah, shit. Yeah, yeah, you shut up. Shut up. Shut up, you. And they'll, like, self-police. Right, right. If that doesn't work, I've found out that you can make someone feel like they're four years old again and they got caught with their hand in the cookie jar if you scold them. If you literally just scold <laughs> I've them. I've never heard of that. I like that. You scold the audience. You say, hey, you <laughs> shut up. <laughs> You're, we're here. We're going to have a good time. You're very, being very disrespectful right now, and that seems cheesy when we're just hanging out in sure. a podcast studio, but when you do it on the road, they, they're, they're eyes, yeah, sure. they, they open up, you they talk lock. talk to your mother with that Yeah, mouth? they lock, they lock <laughs> up, tell you're going to wash their mouth out with soap, <laughs> scold them. That's impressive. It's great. Okay, you got to wake up for a show or, okay. you, or a podcast, yeah. and you've just been traveling all day or, or just didn't get the sleep you needed. Yeah. What is your go-to pick-me-up? Cocaine. Perfect. <laughs> Question number four. Surest sign you're going to have trouble getting paid at a club. What's the one thing? What's the one tip? The tell. Could be day one for all. Yeah, I mean. What's when, the one thing where you know? Uh oh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to club somebody in the kneecap. When and the again, manager, not a short joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when, an Italian joke. When the manager comes to you before it's even the last show and goes, <laughs> you know, we had a. We had a rough time this week. Uh, we had a, oof. you know, we tried. We tried. Yeah, it looked we, full, but anyway, yeah. Tried. A... That's when you get the guy that comes to you at the end of the week and goes, you know, I can, I, I can only pay you half. You know, it's, it's, and that, yeah, that, that, that's, that's when trouble. You know. that, that's trouble. when you know when, when yeah. they start saying, like, we had a rough one. Or, they try or, to buddy up to you with yeah. you. Whoa, what a rough weekend. Normally it's not like this. It wasn't you. Yeah, maybe, it was maybe, maybe they start telling you how much money they spent on advertising. Like, oh, we were really boosting those Facebook posts this week. We spent a lot of money. A lot of money on advertising. A lot of money. Ah, well, next time. Yeah, they yeah, said you're like, oh, boy, this check's not going to clear. Can you make right. out the cash, please? <laughs> Last question. Fire away. On the road, what's a small thing uh-huh. that when it goes right yeah. just makes you feel great? Uh, My penis. Well, there you go. That's a small thing that when it there goes go. right, I'm like, that's awesome. I like it uh, <laughs> when the people mover actually works in the airport. Oh. <laughs> but, but, but. That is a small thing that when it goes right, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, ah, this yeah, is great. It's going to be a great week. This is awesome. But uh, then yeah. again, I get to the hotel, uh, mm-hmm. lonely, and your penis does work. You go, excellent. Excellent. I, 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 get, I yeah. think similar response. This is going to be a great week. I will say that uh, when the. When the when the hotel is walking distance to the comedy club, oh brother, yeah, I love that. That's sweet. Love that. And when the green room has its own bathroom, wow, that, that, yeah, that is a good one because nothing like pissing oh, next to your poster that's advertising <laughs> your shows, and then you just have you know the guy. And like, even with that, the guy in the urinal next to you is so drunk he goes, "Hey." 
Yeah. Are, are you the comic? Yeah. And then he'll say something to you like, you going to be funny? No. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I wasn't planning on it. I always like the, hey, uh, what are you going to do? What yeah. are you going to do tonight? <laughs> well, I'm going to put words in an order that I think are going to be funny, and then I'm going to just keep repeating that for about an hour. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to do? Gonna, I'm going to just try out catchphrases. They won't have any context. <laughs> sure. But I'm just going to yell them like, that's a microphone stand for you. It's non-sequitur night at Pogo's. That Advice Corner brought to you by Yo-Yo Tires. If you get stuck, just pull the string and creme de hay for a great tasting aperitif at half the price of those fancy liqueurs. Try creme de hay. If you're thinking about making people laugh, you're going to want to listen to this Advice Corner from none other than Greg Fitzsimmons. Uh, I got a bona fide big time comedian and podcaster. Oh with boy! Me. Time for advice corner. Okay. Actual takeaway from the great Greg Fitzsimmons. These are actual questions, Greg. Just in case there's kids listening out there who might want to get into this business or yeah. kind of dabble in the things you're doing, and yeah, you might be able to help them out. Best packing tip. Because I know you do a ton of. You've been you've been on see. the road for four. Best years packing tip is roll don't fold. You roll take don't your fold. And you roll them up a like a burrito. Tip. That's, That's it. A perfect tip. Roll, roll don't, don't fold. Don't fold. And you that you can get more stuff in there, and it actually wrinkles less. Wow. You can do it with your shirts. Sure. Well, my shirts, I have this thing. It's a rectangular thing that it has a uh, it has like a hard rectangular thing that you fold your shirts around. I have a hard rectangular thing. See, right there, I could get sucked up into a hashtag. Well, and if certainly... I viewership, listenership. Well, rectangular would also be uh, very difficult to make love with, I would imagine. Look, I, yeah, well, look, I don't, I don't ask questions. Right. I let them... Uh, you let them figure it out? Yeah, they're professionals. <laughs> you know, you, you bring the goods to market. You don't sell them. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm only responsible for one link in the chain. Yeah. So to speak. Roll, don't fold. Roll, don't fold. I love it. Uh, overall uh, travel tip could be airports. Right. Could be uh, could be rental cars. Yeah. Be- well, I would say without a doubt these days, get your TSA card. You go in there. You, they ask you a bunch of questions. They check if you have any felonies. And then they give you this card. And, I mean, I'm telling you, there are times at the Dallas-Fort Worth airport where you, where you wait an hour. And they make you zigzag through oh, that, yeah. that line. Yeah. It's, it's like two-a-days. Yeah. Yeah, they make you. Then they make you do the forty. You got to run between the cones. <laughs> Four point six or better, otherwise yeah, back right. to the back of the line. You're, right. you know, you're not going to. Philly. And then you get to the TSA line, and it is just uh, it's a wind sprint. It's just you boom, know, you're through. Boom, you're through. Sometimes I'll go through twice just to look at those people. I love it. Now you told me something that before we got on that I like too. This is going to be a bonus tip here. Yeah, uh, with your uh, family. Where you're, oh yeah, yeah. Here, if you travel internationally and you've got those giant uh, immigration lines to yeah. get back in the country, uh, what I do is we fake an injury. We have JoJo, my youngest, fake an injury, take a header, getting off the uh, plane sure. on the bridge, and then uh, they give her a wheelchair, and you go to the front of the line. Boom! And that saves you another hour right there. The Keyshawn Johnson defense, <laughs> fake an injury. <laughs> Good New Yorker knows that. All right, tip number three. Thing to remember when you're in a pitch meeting as a writer and a performer. You're in these pitch meetings all the time with these executives trying to sell a show. What do you do in there that helps you out? Well, the key is when you go in, they're going to ask you when you sit down. The assistant will say, would you like some coffee or water? You ask for a triple shot caramel macchiato, something difficult. 
And then they got to wait, and it it put, it makes your status go way up in the room. Oh, plus it puts you, uh, it puts them on your clock a little bit. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think they're in control of everything. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everybody's kind of waiting for what the hell did he order? Something That's with right. maple syrup. Yeah. Like, yeah, maple out. syrup. He's getting waffles during a pitch <laughs> meeting? <laughs> you order waffles. You got to cut this. Is he going to use a knife? I'm all off my game. Just buy his product. Let's get him out of here. It smells too good. I'm off my low-carb thing now. Yeah, I like it. Throw him a curveball. Uh, best way to loosen up a tight writer's room, because I mean, oh. you've, you've written for everybody. Yeah. Cedric, Louie, you've written award shows. You've written everything. Uh, Ellen, uh, so you've done daytime and nighttime. Yeah. Uh, how, do, how do you, when you feel that writer's room kind of going, uh-oh, well, yeah. we don't have anything on this. How, what do you do? What do you think? I think the key is you got to have running bits. you got to have th- jokes that are not on script. They are not have nothing to do with the show. Have nothing to do Just with what you're doing. Just a fun thing to get everybody's mind clear. And there was a like go- a goofball. You need someone in there. Right, you right. need someone who's going to pull some shenanigans. And there was a show. I won't. I won't name the show. But there was a very famous sitcom that was on the air for ten years. And there was a guy that would go. One guy would would lay down on the couch and pretend that he was in a coma, and then the other guy would go over and slowly make love to him. <laughs> and he would do it really slowly, and he would do it different every time. Yeah. <laughs> you can't explain that to a Senate subcommittee. It's got to stay inside the writer's room. That kind of gag. Yeah, right. But that and would it was then, Golden Girls. That would break yeah. the. That would break the, the, the tension. Yeah, it breaks the tension and gets people's minds off. Yeah, because sometimes you get stuck on one joke and you just hit the wall, and for some reason everybody's brain freezes and you can't figure out a story point or a joke or, and then you just sit there and then everybody's energy drains and. Yeah. And, 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 and this kind of thing takes you off the dime, right. so to speak. Right, and then right. Bang. Yeah. Back in again. Yeah. Because uh, the back of your head's working. That's what I like to call it. Back uh, of your head's working, not the yeah. front of your head. All right. Uh, heckler tip. Not even like a line on how to handle a heckler. But uh, now you did some studying with the acting, the acting coach. Yes. Uh, but uh, and I, and I, I think that might, I think you told me this might play into it. When I when I studied acting, the technique it was the Meisner technique which was all about listening and answering. So which you, a lot of stand-ups have a problem with. Yes. Listening. Right. That's the key to acting, and it is uh, the, the, the lack of it is the key to stand-ups. Right, sometimes. right. It's more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of listen to me, and then even when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you so that I can listen to me more. Right. But, and so what you do is when, you're, when they heckle you, you can't fall into a, uh, a defensive stance and say, I'm being attacked I have to eviscerate this person. Instead, you just hyper-focus. Look at them. Take them in. Hear what they're saying. And as you're listening to them, repeat everything they say as you are doing a scan. What shirt are they wearing? Are they bifocal glasses? What does right, their date right, look right. like? What are they drinking? <laughs> Load up the data. And then as they speak, they're going to – first of all, the crowd is going to come around to your side because this person's being yeah, an asshole. and you're being sensitive. And you're being sensitive. And then when you right. finally unload on the on the guy or the girl, sure, then uh, you know it's 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 usually very effective. You just Tony Dorsetted your way around a hashtag man. or the girl. <laughs> yeah, that is, that advice. I love that advice. Hey, folks, let's take a little intermission from all our advice corners. This intermission sponsored by Mona Visa. Get an enigmatic passport picture everyone will talk about at Mona Visa and Pinocchio's. Nevada's only all-puppet brothel, plus scornflakes, 
openly mock nutrition with triple fat scorn flakes. Now it's time to just take a break. I know you're all inside because of what's going on out there. Get yourself a snack. Go to the bathroom. Come back for more advice. And that advice brought to you by Buckshots, the deer-flavored tequila. And, of course, one of my anchor sponsors, Gentlemen Prefer Gentlemen, the All Gentlemen's Gentlemen's Club. Now let's get back to Advice Corners. You're going to want to listen to this one. It's an Advice Corner from none other than the hilarious Alonzo Bowden. I got a bonafide big-time touring comedian with me. Time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway from the great Alonzo Bowden. I'm going to ask you five questions. We've done this before. Uh, I'll ask you the questions. And, uh, yeah, there might be kids out there, Alonzo, thinking about getting into comedy. And you're working like uh, – you're working great gigs and you're doing the jazz cruises. and you, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tour and ready to go. Ready to go to South Africa for the first time. Holy Cape smokes. Town Comedy Festival, first week of March. Wow, so if fun. you're listening down in Cape Town, yeah. I'm on my way, and uh, yeah, explain cricket. I got I got a lot of fans down there around Cape Horn. All right, <laughs> that's Cape Horn. Here's it. Now uh, I'm going to ask you the questions. You give the kids a little advice. Number one, best way to try new material. What would be your best way to do? How do you try when you got a couple of new jokes? Do you squeeze them in? Do you throw them right at the top? Do you? I like to try them right up front. Really? I like yeah, I like to get into it. My favorite material is the newest material, so I like to try them up front. They say that you know, do the stuff you know, build it up for the crowd, get it going, and then I'm twenty minutes into the set and I've completely forgotten the new material. <laughs> And then, then I'm at the hotel room at night saying, man, I should have tried that one. So get them out of the way early. So it's more of a memory thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Before you forget. Uh, what could go wrong that might make you walk out on a gig? Not necessarily off stage, but if you get to a city, you get to a club, and you take a look at the whole thing and you go, there's something here that smells funny. I'm not, I'm not even doing this. Have you ever had to do that, first of all? I will tell you, the one time I turned around and went home was when I was on my way to a gig and the promoter said it was right outside of San Diego. It was like an 8 o'clock show. So I hit, you're supposed to hit San Diego on I-5 South, then hit I-8 East and go to the gig, wherever it was. So, so when I hit I-8 East... It showed the town where the gig was was like 170 miles away. And I just said, well, we won't be making that one, and turned right around and headed. And I was like, wait, right outside of San Diego. You mean right inside of Yuma? So uh, bad, Barely in the United States, it sounds like. Bad, bad directions would hurt. The, yeah. the one thing now I think would stop me from doing a gig, or maybe I'll just do my last gig, would be a room full of MAGA hats. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's this a little is, slanted. Yes, just a bit. Just <laughs> May a bit. May not go your way. Best airport tip? Because you travel a ton. Yeah, you, you got you to gotta get your, your pre-check. You got to get clear. You got to get all of those pre-approved security Where things. Where do you go to get those? So Who do you, you call? You, you, there's a website, a government website. Um, what's it called? Go, Global Entry or something like that. You go on there. You sign up, and you sign up for clear, and that way you're in line, and the only thing that's going to hold you up is the lady with the emotional support peacock. Yeah. Because uh, she's got the bird cleared somehow. Yeah, and then, and then all you're trying to do is uh, carry some wipes around in case you got a, a white pe- ke- peacock crap yeah, off your exactly, pants, and exactly. then you get nailed. Got to be careful. Someone had a, a, an emotional peacock support miniature horse. 
Miniature horse. And it's legal. Can you imagine being in the seat next to miniature horse guy? I cannot. He might help you emotionally, but he ain't going to protect you from this ass whipping. <laughs> Sit next to a horse. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to bring in my emotional support snake next to go. the horse. Let, not a, not bad. let them duke it out. Uh, your, your go-to pick-me-up if you're flagging between shows. you got a three-show night in some crazy club. And by, between that second and third show, oh, like, Starbucks Red Eye, Starbucks Red Eye, yeah, bam, yeah. bam, bam, couple of couple of shots in the in the cup or whatever the hell you got in that yeah, cup. Yeah, I'll give you Seems some of this. Like, yeah, whatever. I'm not sure what that monkey this testosterone. Is, uh, I don't know where you're getting that. This stuff. is coffee without water. Finally, <laughs> and when you're killing, how do you get out of your head so you keep killing? Because you can get self conscious sometimes and kind of get in the way. What do you do when and you know you're rolling in? It's a special night. You got a chemistry with that crowd. How do, you, how do you get out of your own way? Oh, I just stop thinking and go with the flow. Just, just, I just enjoy the moment. Keep going, knowing that you know at some point I'm going to be back at the Riverside VFW. So, so I might as well just enjoy this for as long as it lasts, because Riverside is always looming. That's right. You've been there, Jeff. You know the, you know the VFW. You know the VFW. Take the small victories when you can get them. (laughs) That advice corner brought to you by Pants in Your Garage. Sneak back into your own house effortlessly with pants in your garage from the makers, oddly enough, of Garage in Your Pants. All you aspiring TV writers out there, advice doesn't get any better when it comes from a guy named Alex Sulkin. Listen, I got a bonafide big-time comedy writer with me. Time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway from the great Alex Sulkin from Family Guy. I'm going to ask you some questions here just in case there's some kids out there. Uh, maybe trying to get into the biz and we can give them some uh, some honest-to-goodness advice, dark or otherwise. I don't care. Uh, one, once I'm finished with the question, it's in your court. All right. Here we go. Great premise, but no punchline. How do you tackle that if you're in a writer's room? Uh, well, you you sit there with five funny people and you get one. You just pound. Yeah, you pound. You pitch on it for a while and... We have enough people. We have 20 writers on Family Guy. Good so God, we got to get that can, over here. I know. You can send, like, Pickett's Charge after Pickett's Charge at a joke, <laughs> and then eventually you're going to take the hill. Wave of innocent 17-year-olds after wave. That's right. <laughs> going at the premise until something's funny. All right. Uh, you're in a writer's room. You're there half the night. Best pick-me-up for you. What, what, what gets your energy back? Oh, well... <laughs> there are certain years in my life where that answer would be different, but I would say uh, yeah, you, can, uh, you can designate a decade. I would say that late night pizza is very good. That is always a helpful thing when like hot pizzas arrive. Uh-huh. Always good. Um, of course, an hour later you're screwed. Right. But uh, a nice cold Coca Cola, always good. We also had uh, for a few, for 1967 <laughs> ad for Coke and pizza for for about five years. We had. Two of those like great looking, very functional lightsabers in the room. Oh. And so we would like kind of someone would come in and turn out the lights, and then like it'd just be and someone else would have to run and get it. And That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it probably works because it kind of yeah. gets your mind off. It does. Uh, there's a whole theory that you get your mind off what you're working on, and then your kind of subconscious mm-hmm. takes over. I avoid that because I do not have a subconscious. <laughs> How do you handle uh, a douche writer in the room? Oh boy. 
Because I know you've had them. You know, yeah. They come and go, but... Yeah, you, you know, it, it, there were different... Again, different periods in my life, different ways. I think earlier, I was very, like, almost visibly angry uh-huh. uh, and dismissive because... I think I had something that felt like I had something to prove and I had to show people I don't like this either. But then as you're, you're working longer and then you're running rooms or something like that, you just have to be a little more tactful with it. It's kind of like the Steven Seagal uh, jiu-jitsu. He uses your opponent's oh, yeah. uh, momentum, momentum against him. And to escort him right out the door. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Best way to keep the lunch ordering process under 40 minutes. Because lunch, I have learned in a television writer's room, is the biggest deal on the planet. It is. It's a great thing. We've got this beat. Uh, we have PAs hand out the menus at uh, bef- a half an hour before we have to get to work. So then when we're walking into the office, everything's circled, names on it. Wow. Yeah. So everything's 1 o'clock every day. Boom. 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 Man. The food gets there. You guys do have a machine. We do. That's an operation. That's yeah. like the big red machine. <laughs> a 75 Cincinnati squad. Sparky! All right, I'll stop. Uh, what's the one thing a fledgling comedy writer should do to, to try to get into the biz? Make your friends laugh, I think. I mean, if, if you have a brain and you're making your friends laugh... And, you know, it's not just, like, jokes about your neighbor that everyone knows. If you can just consistently make your friends laugh, you probably got a good chance of being able to get some of that down on paper. I always found that the people that make their friends laugh all the time are, like, the people we end up working with. That is impressive. What an advice corner. Well, folks, there you have it. Advice corner. Backed up to advice corner. Backed up to advice corner. Ad infinitum. All of it. Brought to you by Old McDonald. Yeah, I still have a farm, so buy some friggin' bacon or something. And ukuleles. Make any music sound unimportant with a ukulele. This advice corner all-star episode has been brought to you by Hypnosis. Get rid of those redneck tendencies once and for all with hypnosis. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week on Play with Pay.